Wonderful feeling, it's a beautiful ass night, man. We about to get to it. Sure, they said that daylight comes to my window. So. Oh yeah, it's, night- <laughs> it's nighttime over here, boy. It is. It's almost ten o'clock. You good? It's like what? What time it is over there? Seven, seven o'clock. Oh yeah, y'all still got like another hour and a half of daylight. Yeah, about another hour and a half. The sun just setting, so but everything nah, good. What's been going on, bro? How you been feeling, son? I've been feeling good, bro. You know. Lots of different opportunities. You know, God just really aligning aligning me with my purpose. Mm-hmm. And it's not until you go through a whole bunch of stuff. Like, it's not until you go through a whole bunch of things and learn a lot of different things. And it's going to be at the point where you're thinking, like, when is this going to end for real, for real? Because you right. really realize what type of position that you're in, especially for those people that haven't gotten to where they want to be at yet. You know, because I know I can, I'm I'm working a good job, everything else like that. But I just know my purpose for me, my calling is is a whole lot more than what I'm just doing at my job every day. Exactly. So just speaking on that, you know, I I'm not gonna say anything, but I'm just say that God has aligned me with my purpose. For <laughs> yeah. Yep. I already know. You know what I'm that. saying? Yeah. He, that's he, that's he's beautiful. Aligned, he's aligned bro. me though. Ain't it amazing? So, like when you go through a whole bunch of trials, and then you can just see the puzzle pieces just forming in front of your face. It's like they all coming together at the same time. It's like, wow, it's just building a beautiful masterpiece right before your eyes. You feel me? And it always come when you least expect it too. Like you exactly. you don't really realize it. you don't really realize what's going on until it's like you're in the moment now. Like exactly. and once you really like once you really sit there and just trust the process, mm-hmm. that's where it's, that's when it started like stacking up. That's when things started lining up even more, is when it's like, I'm gonna just stay down. I'm gonna keep doing what I'm doing every day, you know what I'm saying, and everything gonna work out. And it's and everything, every and now I'm seeing all the like you said, I'm seeing all the puzzle pieces come together, right? From all my, I'm talking about experiences from like five, five, six years ago. I'm seeing why I went through those experiences for real. I went through as a part of the story that you have to tell. Everybody has their own story, so you know you can't expect to you know be in this great space or be uh, someone who. It's gonna affect a lot of people. Like I know that's my goal. I want to affect and impact so many people. But it's like when you want to impact that many people, you have to go through some things and have a story to tell those people. Right. For real. For real. So that's and that's what the and that's what's going on right now. And so everybody, like, everybody got a story. It's just you know, you going through that journey and understanding that you know it's not it's not the end of the world whenever things go wrong. It's just another lesson that you can distribute to the world and give to the people that way they don't have to go through the same. I guess trials that you had to go through, you know, it's everybody just sharing information. If everybody just shared the information that they learned through this life, we would have such an abundance of knowledge that it, it wouldn't be no such thing as failure because we can learn from someone else's experience, you know, exactly. It's like we just got to keep doing that, you know, keep sharing those stories, keep giving those insights that way everybody can benefit from it. What's the point of going through it on your own? Why not, why, no not, point. why not turn it into a lesson for somebody else, you know? But yeah, but that's that's good stuff. So last week we kind of talked about uh, competition versus collaboration, right? Mm-hmm. So we basically talked about when is the right time to collaborate. Um, what's the difference between, I guess, bandwagoning and having a team? You know that you actually built something with. 
uh, as opposed to, you know, seeing a team that's winning and trying to hop on to, you know, the winningness of that team. So we kind of going to push past that topic and add another layer to it, which is, um, you know, understanding your weaknesses and your limitations and your blind spots. So whenever you're building a team, you want to build something that uh, you get pieces that complement you. You don't want everybody to have the same strengths because you're pretty much just mirrors to each other. You're not really adding any value. But if you add pieces to your team where this person fills this gap, that person fills that gap, and y'all together create one unstoppable entity, that's really what the what the goal of a team should be all the time. Like we can't have a, a baseball team with all pitchers. That's not going to work. <laughs> You're not going to be exactly. able to hit the ball. You can't have – a basketball team with five point guards. Y'all gonna get y'all gonna get murdered. <laughs> right. Ain't no, offense, ain't, no defense. Ain't no rebounds. <laughs> <laughs> no defense. No defensive rebounds happening. For real. Exactly. For real. So, but knowing your limitations yeah, also lines up with what we talked about previously in a couple of, a couple uh, episodes ago about the uh, the seven pillars. Right. The only way you can know your limitations is if you're aware. And you identify what you identify what those strengths and weaknesses are. So when you identify those things, like we're going back to it, that's the that, so the identification part is kind of what we're diving into. Being able to, you know, identify like what exactly you're good at. Not only not not only know what you're good at, but what you're weak at. And not saying that weakness is a bad thing because everybody has them, but it's like okay, when you when you identify that weakness, okay. Now, what can I do to compensate for it? And like we was just saying, can't nobody get anywhere by themselves. You can't go through things by yourself. So, honestly, you got to get you a team together, a team of people that you trust, right, and that you can really depend on to really pick, you know, pick up on your – to pick up where you can uh, – where you're lacking at in certain areas. Not well, saying have you ever just, heard the saying, uh, if you want to get somewhere fast, go by yourself, but if you want to go somewhere far – go with the team right you ever heard that but yeah, yeah like yeah. I, f- I find that so true because it's easy to get things done quicker when you're on your own you know but it might not be the most efficient way it might not actually be done at the at the peak of his you know greatness because you're only one person and really when you're looking at one thing on your own you kind of got blinders on you don't have that exposure of different you know insights different people's creative minds and different people's strengths and feedback. You kind of just one-sided on everything. So you, you'll get it done faster because you don't have any QC or quality control to it. But if you have a team around you and the XC, auditing what's going on, bro, yeah, that stuff going to be amazing. Right. That brought those engineering terms out there. That brought the QC, quality control. You got to have quality control, bro. Hold on. <laughs> you got to have that, though. And this was crazy is working in quality. Like, it's like, Working in the working in the engineering field, quality is needed everywhere because mm-hmm. you have to have somebody checking you. You have to have somebody checking you. Like you have to have somebody checking your work. Just like what I like back in college when we had that study group, right? Me, I would get one answer. You might get another answer. Somebody and other two two other people might get two different answers. Mm-hmm. So we so now it's like okay, let's all four of us or all six of us, seven of us come together and see what the most logical answer for this problem is because that's four different people looking at the same problem but four different ways exactly. you see what i'm saying so the so so one person is looking at the looking at that problem differently than you are 
And what you're looking at, you may have missed something because you have a certain strength in a certain area because everybody's thought process is not the same. Mm-hmm. So, you know, looking at, and that just goes into not just homework or like school problems, but that goes into your life as well. You got to realize that your path and what you do, right? This goes into like just knowing yourself, right? And walking the path that you walk in. Just because you walk in that path that you think, you may walk be walking the path that you think is right. And you may be walking it in a way that you think is right. Exactly. But until you have somebody else or somebody that can hold you accountable or somebody that can really sit there and look at you on a day to day or on a consistent basis and say, hey, like you did it this way, but I think you can do it better this way because you missed out on X, Y and Z. You forgot mm-hmm. about X, Y and Z. Like you forgot to pick up the nut. You forgot to pick up, you know, a couple of dollars here on the way because you was walking this way. You wasn't walking the other way. You see exactly. what I'm saying? And it's crazy that you say that, like having those people you know, check it and get they, you know, their insights from their expertise, because that makes me think about at work, whenever we have like a project that we want to propose at work, you basically build a scope document where you, where you break down from A to B, what you plan on doing with the project. And then you'll get, I guess, people from all different departments in the plant to sit down the meeting and then evaluate your scope document and get all of their insights. And then through that process, you get to see like the little things that you missed, the blind spots that you had in your uh, scope document, because it's not necessarily that you're wrong. It's just that's not your field. That's not your, you know, that's not what you went to school for. They went to school for chemical engineer and I went to school for mechanical engineer. So, of course, I'm not going to know every single aspect, you know, that they might know about the chemical side of it. So they might be able to give me some feedback, some input to make the job and uh, the scope execute, uh, execute a lot better. So. It's just having those people around you, knowing what departments you need in your life. That way it can translate to your life now. Because people, usually things in business are made to be more efficient. It's a bunch of trial and error involved. So they had to have a mistake in the past for them to want to implement that type of system into their business. So if you can take those systems from people's businesses and implement those into your life, imagine how efficient your life would be. Exactly. And, and for people that don't know, that's really what the Six Sigma process is. Right. You know, just to give you some technical background, we'll get a little technical, you know what I'm saying? Because that's really what it's just basically taking the problem and breaking it down. Right. Taking the problem and breaking it down to its rawest form and getting to the and getting to the root cause of what caused this problem. Now, once you figure out what the root cause of this problem is, let's get all the stakeholders right mm-hmm. everybody that's involved with this process let's get them together in one room and let's figure out the different aspects and the different avenues that can, can that contribute to this problem right and how can we fix this process and well improve the process as it is right now right and what does that look like so that's so that's exactly what you're talking about so when you're talking about that that six sigma that 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 process improvement because all it is the process improvement you have to take that thought you know, especially, you know, for any of the, any engineers, anybody that's technical that's watching this, right? You have to be able to think about life that way too. So outside of just the engineer, we gotta think about, you gotta think about your life as a business, right? Right. You gotta think about your, you know, you have to take that, that methodology and apply it to your own business, okay? right? Because you're gonna have to also improve the process of your business because at the end of the day, you're not gonna be, it, Let's let's face it. You're not gonna you're not gonna get anybody that's successful and has a great has a good business is not they they had they didn't succeed on the first try. Right. They didn't. They tried a couple of things first. 
And now all they did was they learned from the they learned from the failures and the mistakes, and they improved the process as they went along until finally now they got a, a an efficient business model to operate off of, mm-hmm. to where it's it's consistently it's sustainable and it's consistently providing a good output, which is whatever product or service that they provide. You okay. see what I'm saying? So, so you got to think about um, it like that. Let's talk about how how people can I guess add that into their life. You know, they might you know work a nine to five somewhere, you know, in the industry and they have that system in place with the quality control. I know your, your, uh, you know, place of work has a quality control department. Mine does too. So it's just, how do they, I guess, go from, you know, having it in their life at work and then putting it into the actual, you know, life at home. Like what, what does that look like? You think? For me, I think it, it starts off with your intention for the day. Right. Because I think a lot of us um, in this life, we just look at the nine to five at, you know, we get up and and, and, ha- and we get up and we don't have any intention for the work that we want to do that day between nine to five, right? So if you're not going in with any intention, like with that job, you're just going through the motions, you're not going to gain anything from the work that you're doing. But little do you know, no matter what your job is, you can be, you can be, you can work at Ross, you can work at McDonald's, you can work in the corporate, you can work for a Fortune 500 company, you can work for yourself. But at the end of the day, you have to know that the work that you're putting in, whatever it is, and you're getting that check, there's there's something to learn from that process, whether it's something good or it's something that's messed up with how it's being run that you can improve, right? Because I see that, I, I mean, I, that's, in, that's, that's in corporate all day. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You have people Just in certain positions that don't, really, that don't yep. really need to be there. Mm-hmm. But they there. And so, but you, but as a, as a, as a, especially as a new person, right. Or entry level person coming in, you see these things. And so now you have to put yourself in the position to think, okay, if I was in this position, this is how I would want to run it. Right. This is how I would do it. This is what I would do differently. And so now once you have that in your mind and you see where things are lacking at, now you can apply that to your daily work ethic. Okay. I'm going to yep. treat, I'm going to, I'm going to treat this like I'm the manager with, within my job role. You see mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so like eventually, once you do that attack, that we have that intention every day, right? It's gonna lead into it's gonna lead into your daily life because now you're looking at things differently. Right. You feel me? I like that. I also think, in addition to that, um, yeah, that's a that's a really good one. But also implementing kind of like a like a checks and balances system in your life, um, like like what me and you do on a weekly basis. We meet up. And we do our accountability call, which we're going to let you guys get in on some of those every once in a while. We're going to have some live accountability calls with me and Christian. We're going to talk about our goals and, you know, how we did that week. So, um, yeah, just having somebody that you trust, somebody that you uh, that you know loves you. You know, you're my brother. So, like, I don't I don't put, you know, I don't put nothing, nothing as far as, like, you having any kind of spite or envy towards me like i would never think that because we done been through so much you know but a lot of people don't have those type of people in their life or they might you know not communicate with them as often as they should you feel me so we need to you know bring those people that you know show us love and care and you know implement those systems that way we can add value to each other's lives because i know it's helped me a lot being able to talk to you more often and us you know shoot ideas off each other and just hold each other accountable on the goals that we already said we wanted to accomplish, you know? So right. just having, having that person that you love and trust in your corner, bro, is, 
that's that's priceless right and even if you don't have that person like you don't currently you don't have that person or you feel like you don't have that person that means maybe you need to get outside the box a little bit (laughs) and 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 venture out and look for those people because whether you realize it or not they have those people out there that are just like you seeking the same things it's just that you haven't found those people yet but that's where coming that's where being aware comes into play like you have to be aware of those things like when you talk to people really build relationships don't don't just talk to people to get to the next thing mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. you never know that person might know somebody that knows somebody that knows somebody else that can put you in a position to elevate you and i'm only i'm speaking from personal experience like literally like for example ricardo with the science of, with the science of sport started the science of sport i started doing work with the science of sport organization as early as my freshman year of college Right. So I mean, uh, work with them for the summer um, and then come time to senior year, I graduate. I get my job at Raytheon and then all of a sudden I tell Ricardo, yeah, I'm about to go work at Raytheon. He's like, oh, my best friend, who is my child's godfather, works at your site. So let me put you in contact with him. Exactly. That's crazy. And I talked to him and then he put me in contact with somebody else. And then that person put me in contact with somebody else. And that person put me in contact with somebody else. And that's just exactly. how it goes. But see if I wouldn't have connection. established that a relationship, that would never then up. it would it would have never happened. Exactly. But that's also about being intentional and being genuine with the with the with the interaction that you have with people. Right. Regardless of what their response is to your 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 uh, your intentions and your genuity, your ingenuity, like that you have to look at look at it this way you can't take things personal if somebody doesn't like what you say you just have to know how to categorize those people okay that's just somebody i can't talk to about this thing Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. okay if i bring this idea to you that means i can't really if if you if i brought you an idea that i thought was really good and you just completely bash it without giving me good critique like try to make it better then obviously i can't talk to you about that topic because you, you're not you have honestly. no yeah you, you have, have no, no real capacity to even think about that Some exactly you don't even have the capacity to think of it that, and that's and that's so that's something that we got to be comfortable with uh, everybody's not on the exact same stage in their life you know to be giving people that type of energy which is not a problem i mean everybody takes you know their own journey their own pathway to their success everyone has their own people that they you know walk on the path with and it's not any spite to anybody, you know, we, we want everybody to succeed, but for my, you know, personal benefit, it would not benefit me or you for us to, you know, be in that relationship any longer if we can't add any value to each other's life. And that's not even on any, you know, spiteful stuff at all. It's just pure, pure love, bro. So yeah, it's just getting yourself out there, getting more exposure, I think is very key. I know it's something I did in the past year, even through coronavirus, I feel like I got way more um, exposure after that, which is crazy because I would get on a lot of more, I guess, webinars and Zoom meetings and stuff like that because you really didn't have anything else to do. So I was like, how can I grow? And it was just, you know, getting on the virtual world and talking to more people, building those connections online. I actually met some cool people, you know, like on meetup.com little webinars and just uh personal development conferences i know i was uh i was on eric thomas's personal development uh development conference and that was really good too met some people on there 
got me uh, introduced to a few podcasts that I still listen to to this day and helping my personal development. So it's just, you know, expanding yourself past your, I guess, immediate environment and seeking and see what, what, what else is out there, you know? So. Right. And, and just know that, and also just know and keep in mind that, um, even though you're seeking these things and you do go out and get that exposure, don't expect it to be perfect. The, the journey to be perfect along the way, because you might go into an environment and think something is one thing and ends up falling by the wayside. But that's because maybe that was meant to happen. You need to go through that experience to learn that. Cause at the end of the day, this is a growing process. Exactly. You're doing nothing but growing, but you have to learn how to take the lessons out of each experience, good and bad. Nothing lasts right? forever. You might be on an accountability call one week and then the next week is like, all right, I, I've outgrown this. Like I'm past this stage now. now. Now I'm on to holding myself accountable. I don't need training wheels no more. You know, I'm gonna wake up when I said I'm gonna wake up. You know, it's kind of just taking those steps. You you shouldn't want to stay the same. You shouldn't want to be in the same stage forever because that's that's the opposite of growth. But you want to try new things constantly and keep getting into different you know things. Just meet new people because you can take little nuggets from. From, from somebody who's not even doing as much as you, but you, like you can learn something from a homeless person. You can learn something from a person who who's unemployed. You can learn something from anybody, a, a blind person, a deaf person, it doesn't matter what what's, what's going on in that person's life. They have a lesson that they can teach you. And as long as you can see the good, the good and bad of each person, you can decipher which information you should implement into your life and which ones you should discard of, so. And one thing, my and then one just speaking to that, saying you can learn from anybody. I like to, I always think of this. Me and my girl say this all the time. God only has one mouth. That's it. God has, God has one mouth. So the conversations that you have, right? And once you really start to get in tune, like into it and elevating, like start elevating mentally, spiritually, you know what I'm saying? Then the physical starts to manifest. Now you're starting to peak. Now you're starting to peak the the spiritual elevation through the physical. And you're starting to get gems from anything, anything and everything. You start seeing things differently. So don't take for granted the, the interaction, the conversations that you have just because somebody is in a particular situation or in a particular class or whatever the case may be. Because one thing I think about is homeless people, they, they, were at, they, they didn't start off homeless. That's true. Some, some, most it had, people, to, it had, to, happen. It had, it had it to happen somewhere. It had to happen at some point. That person could have been on top of the world. You wouldn't even know it for real. They just at this point in their life right now because of what, because of whatever decision or whatever may have happened. And they just haven't gotten out of that rut. That's just what their phase is right now. But don't think because, you know, they're homeless that they may not have something to provide as far as knowledge. I've gotten spiritual. I've got a whole lot of spiritual information from somebody that's oh, yeah. homeless for real. Oh, yeah. Plenty of times. Oh, yeah. You know, they, but still they, be careful. Don't mean, very... don't mean. Yeah, very don't mean go talking around. Nah, nah, don't nah, mean, nah. If it yeah, happened, it happened. If it happened, <laughs> right. it happened. And don't force it. Yeah, don't yeah, go, don't don't go seeking to go, yeah. <laughs> right. Ain't nothing but wrong with saying, them, but uh, yeah, you feel me? Just, just be <laughs> mindful when you have the conversations and don't right. be, don't, you know, initially have that, that, you know, try to, you know, uh, shake them off or rub them off. Right. You know, because you feel like, you feel like you're in a different position than they are. And, that's all, yeah, that's and just expanding on that point, um, for example, like Tiger Woods, he has a swing coach, 
uh, Serena Serena Williams has her own tennis coach. Uh, Tom Brady has, you know, a strength and conditioning trainer. He has a quarterback coach, and they all absorb that information, even though they are arguably the the best to ever do it in that sport ever. So, like, how can they open their mind up and take in advice? And us as just <laughs> regular people, you feel we can't open our mind up and you know expand our knowledge. So I, I like to look at it like that. You got the top athletes in the world still having coaches, and us in our own personal life don't have coaches. That's an issue. We should definitely have somebody watching our swing because we aren't even at at our peak yet. We're, we're getting there. We're going to be there, but there's a process to that, and that. And one of those steps in the process is having a mentor, having someone that you trust in your corner and constantly improving. Exactly. And that comes with that. And that the coach is always going to hold you accountable. You have to have a mentor. You have to have to, not only a mentor, but that mentor will also hold you accountable with everything that you do. So don't go looking for somebody that's going to, you know, go with any and everything that you're doing and say, hey, that's good. Oh, yeah, that's good. Oh, yeah, I want right. a yes man. No yes I can't man. have a yet. No yes no man. Yes can't man. have no yes man. If anything, like it may it may hurt you, it may hurt your spirit a little bit. It may hurt your pride a little bit, but you know what I'm saying. Like even me and you, we've had encounters where I done told you some stuff. Like, bro, you know right. you're dead wrong. Like you know, you're I just dead had wrong. to, I had to take it because it was it was facts. Like in the same, you thing. can't you can't argue with that. Yeah, it's it's always love. That's that's just how it is. I'm gonna always keep it hundred with you, and I expect you to always keep it hundred with me. And and it was never from a place of hate. It was always from a place of love. And you could yeah. feel and you could feel where it's coming from. You always can tell where it's coming from. Right. And I can tell when I bond, like we can, when you have that person for real, you don't, it gets to the point where you don't even have to say anything to them. You can just do an action and they'll peep it. Like, yeah, just be a look like, yeah. Or it can just be like, you know, sometimes even like speaking personally, you know, one time there was a, a moment in time where we was drifting apart, bro. We we wasn't really messing with each other like that, right? Believe it or not, you I know mean, what I'm but it was never nothing personal. It was just, it was just situations, the bro. Situations, like, right? <laughs> it was life. It, it was, was life, life bro. bro. But it was never not. It was never like, bro. Like fuck him. Like it was never that. It was just, I'm just not there right now. I'm not. I'm not there right. Right. Now. Right. Exactly. It, it and once you realize that, need time apart to grow and you know. Ain't nothing wrong with that. And once you realize that, you feel me, then that's where the growth comes in. As long as you're aware of what's going on, you have to always be aware. As oh, long yeah. as you are aware of what's going on, you can always make the change and make the shift to right. better yourself. It's just about the decision at that point. But once you're aware, like then you have the then you then it becomes a choice. Now you know, especially when you are aware of certain things that you do. Exactly. You see what I'm saying? And I feel like that's one thing that a lot of people lack right now because we don't spend a lot of time with ourselves. We spend a lot of time with other people, which we're saying is good to have a coach, it's good to have a mentor, but at the same time, it's also good to reflect on your own and build your mental and cognitive dissidence. That way you can start making your own decisions as well. You know, taking the pieces that you learning from your mentor and form them, forming them into your own, you know, reality pretty much and build them into your life because your mentor is basically just giving you lessons that they know and they, and they learn, you know, from, from mistakes or their path. Um, so just implementing that into your, into your pathway is just going to make your life 10 times better. 
and you can you can share that knowledge with someone else you know so it's just being that that mind piece bro that that mindfulness is just to me i think i think it's the most important part of being successful bro and that's just 100 percent facts you always have to be mindful don't ever think because you're mindful one second that once you get to a certain point that you no longer have to be mindful of what's going on just because you got to where you said you're going to go. Nah, this, once you get to that goal, now it's like, oh, I have to be even more mindful because exactly. guess what? With the more success that comes, the more distractions and the more and, and more obstacles are going to come your way. So now you have to increase, you have to continue to grow spiritually and mentally, right? Mm-hmm. You have to continue to do that on a consistent basis. It only, you know it only gets harder. The mountain doesn't get less steep the further you go up. It gets steeper. The, the higher you go, the, the the longer you fall. People say that all the time. When you're at the, the point of your peak happiness, is that's the point where you are the most vulnerable. That's why you see people who get, get set up with um, with women all the time because that's that's the point when you're at your weakest, when you're when you're at that that point of, you know, you know, pure, pure seduction, pure infatuation. Your 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 senses aren't aware of all the other things going on in your environment. So it's easy for you to be susceptible to an attack at that point. So mm-hmm. it's just always keeping in the back of your mind, your subconscious always feeling that peripheral at all times. Even in, in times of success and celebration, it's okay to celebrate, but don't ever think that it's over because everything happens in cycles. Just like yep. any any market, the real estate market, it might go up this this year, then the next year, just go down, boom. Go, it might go down for five years. Then it might shoot up past the price that it is now or a stock. A stock might go down because, you know, for like pandemic or something like that. And then it might come right back up. Boom. As soon as everything opened back up, the world back open, now the stock up. It, your life can right. be just like that, you know. So it's just, and that's even going back to think, think about the market. Like, think about the last time we had a recession. Oh, no, 08. Right. And then it was up from there. Everybody, if you made the right moves in 08, you was up. Exactly. You were up. You up, up. But, but you, guess what? Everything happens in cycles. So what happened? Pandemic everything, happened. Everything happens in cycles. But then if you look at the stock market from 1950 to now, on average, every year you gain about 7%. So if you just wait yeah. out the storms, just wait those storms out, you put that money in, it's going to keep growing. Imagine something growing from... 1950 to now and you put money into it every day picture yourself as a, as a stock and you invest in yourself every single day from 1950 to now and you gain seven percent every year but you put money in every day that's compound interest imagine how how much money that would be that would be over over millions of dollars you feel and me? that's what and that's without and that's without putting any putting it into any other funds right that's just you ETFs or anything that's just you (laughs) yeah that's you putting money in like say open a Roth IRA you put an Mm -hmm. open a Roth IRA you put money in there it's it's automatically gonna gain seven percent compound interest because you're putting the money in there but but with a Roth IRA you might be putting that in every two weeks every month but with yourself you could do something every day and put that into yourself and you can gain you know that one percent every day so think about it. Reading ten pages a day. Guess what? Right. I remember. I, I I said I'm going to read ten pages of Think Grow Rich every day. By the time I knew it, within a week's time, I was already on. I was on page sixty. Right. 
page 70. I was on page 70 of the book and there's only like 200 pages. So right. li- li- little I know I got 100. Almost, about almost a third of the way there. Almost a third of the way there. And I don't, and I don't even know. In it. So week, that, that just In a week, sense. bro. Exactly. And so that's the example. And like, if you just commit yourself and continue to be consistent every day, like 1% better, like just get 1% better every day. Just do 1, 1% better. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Every day and focus on that. Not saying you're going to backslide. Not saying, you know, it's going to be perfect every day. But as long as you, that's, and that's the whole reason for setting those goals, right? Like, well, that's why we have those accountability calls with me and you. And we had these goals with you. Even on our accountability calls, we'd be like, bro, I did not hit all my goals this, this today. Right. But then when we go through them, we're like, okay, I had 10 goals, but I hit, but I hit six, seven of them. Right. And then baseball, so I, if you're hitting 600. We going crazy, exactly. <laughs> nah, for real, for sure. <laughs> oh yeah, that's a that you yeah that's that's yeah that's unanimous. Ain't no question about that one. That's what I'm saying, bro. Baseball really got some good analogies to life. Oh yeah, baseball is a it's a life game. Dog. We always we always striving to hit a thousand, but you know if you hit six hundred on the way there, you still doing. You still top of the league. If you hit three hundred, right? Because <laughs> because them three out of ten, bro, that could be three major things, bro. Right. That could be three major things, man. That could have been three hits in the playoffs in the World Series. And exactly, you won a championship. Bro. Exactly. But yeah, I want I want to get into this this last topic. Um, we can wrap it up on this one. Um, we talked about you know seeing your blind spots, knowing your weaknesses. Um, building a team around you and an accountability group that can, you know, help fill in those gaps. But now I kind of want to talk about uh, what, what, what fuels you, what, what gets you going, because we we saying all this stuff, but if you have nothing that actually fuels you to to get you up in the morning to to make you push through those times when it's hard, to make you even reach out to that friend that you haven't talked to in a while. And, uh, and see if they want to be accountability partners. You're, you're never going to do it until you find a reason why. So I kind of want to be transparent and just let you guys know what what fueled me to, you know, get through school, get through Tuskegee. You know, that was just my relationship with my family. Um, you know, back in high school and you know my early college days, I disappointed my family. I'm not going to go into major detail on what what incurred, but I'm gonna just say. I was not perfect. I made some major mistakes and uh I hurt I hurt my family bad. And um I actually saw my mother crying and uh it just it just hurt to to see, you know, the woman that gave me life and I made her feel that way and also I made my dad and my sister upset as well. So it's just me going through school the days that I didn't want to go, the days I didn't want to wake up, the days I didn't want to study, I was just thinking about that time I made my mom so disappointed, my family so disappointed in me. And that's what made me want to, you know, get magna cum laude. That's the things that made me want to go hard at baseball practice, the things that that made me just, just keep pushing even when I didn't want to do it. So if you don't have a reason to do it, you just got to find a reason greater than yourself, you feel me? Because... That's where all the power is. Bro. So make it make it bigger than you, bro. That's all I got. Well, personally, for me, you know my story too. And I Shit. tell people my story all the time. You know what I mean? Um personally what fueled me, and I think it goes all the way back to when I was 13. You feel what I'm saying? I lost I lost my father when I was 13 years old. 
he committed suicide when I was 13. Mind you, I have a mother and three younger sisters. At that time, they were 12, seven, and one. So now I'm the only man in the house. And now I'm in the position where I'm like, what can I do? What can I do with my situation right now to better myself and put myself in a position where I can make those people proud? Where I can, where I can really elevate and put myself in a position where I can just be the best person that I can be. And it was from that moment where I realized I became obsessed with, with the grind. Like, and on top of that, my dad was my coach. We were supposed to go to practice the next day. So when it came to baseball, I was already in love with the game. But when that happened, oh, that, that was the only, I wasn't worried about school. I wasn't worried about anything going on. If anybody asked me what I wanted to do, I was going to play baseball. Cause guess what? I wouldn't even think about like I was good at school, but I wasn't worried about it because that was that's what my that's where the design and dedication came in at. Because that was what was fueling me. You feel what I'm saying? And seeing and having that situation happen to me, you know, I, I just say God does a lot of things for a lot of different reasons, and I'll never know, I'll never know why why that was the case. But I know that. If it wasn't for certain things like that that happened in my life, then who knows if I would be the the person, the man that I am today. You see what I'm saying? And that's what continues to fuel me every day. Not only that, but my my grandmother who's who who passed in 2019, she was able to see me graduate right before she passed away that same month. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And all my other fan and all, all my other family, like my aunt. My aunts, all of them, are like, I, like I'm talking about, I got people that's alcohol addicts, drug addicts, all that. Like, let's, I'm just being transparent. Like, but it's like, what am I going to do differently? Who going to really break the cycle? For real, for real. You know what I'm saying? Who going to really break the cycle? And so I said, I'm going to be the one to break the cycle. And I'm breaking it. I'm doing it right now. Exactly. You feel me? But that's what fuels me every single day. But not only that, but holding on to... You know, that moment when my dad passed away, but knowing that at least the, the love that he had for me and the game and knowing how much he pushed me before he passed away, like to the point where I would be crying in tears at practice. You feel me? But now looking back, it's like I see why he pushed me so hard. Because it was getting me prepared for the next thing right. to the point where ain't no crying, no more tears. I'm just getting to it. You feel what I'm saying? So that's personally what that's personally what fuels me on a day to day, and that's continue that's what continues to fuel me on a day to day. You feel me? And I can honestly say I know from speaking for me and for you. You know what I'm saying? Because like I said, we've been through this thing together. You see what I'm saying? I'm pretty, I'm, and I'm sure that our parents and our people are, are are hella proud of us because of not only where we at right now, but where we came from, where we started, and the things that trans that transpired up to that point, up to this point. I should say, you feel what I'm saying? So never forget what fusion, never, never forget what you're really doing this for. Never forget like why you get up in the morning. Sometimes I'm mad at myself because I don't get up on time in the morning because I know why I need to get up in the morning. 
Mm-hmm. And that's how you have to approach it. You got to realize you're not perfect, but you got to realize you always, as long as you keep that why in your mind, as long as you keep what fuse in your mind, you're going to always be successful because the energy going to be there. Point mm-hmm. blank. Right. You feel what I'm saying? I love it, bro. That was, whew, that was, that was a lot. That was a lot, bro. That was some, yeah. that was some, that was some truth right there, bro. I hope, I hope they caught that one. Cause that was oh, just, yeah. that was really the root to, while we here right now, you feel me? The thing, the thing that keep us pushing, because, well, believe it or not, man, being a student athlete is not easy. <laughs> getting if anybody through, said that, life they lied. <laughs> African American male is not easy. <laughs> Doing anything, you know, in this life is not easy. That's for anybody, honestly. Waking up in the morning is hard, as well, bro. It's not. That's probably one of the most underrated things is getting up. Oh, very underrated. Yeah. Bro. Very under. There's a lot of people every not day up. consistently. Yeah. Consistently, that, that is tough. That yeah. takes that takes real mental fortitude, bro. <laughs> it do. That takes like to the point where it's like if you if you can get up, like, and I always go back to the days of being a student athlete. Yeah, my my girl had to break this down to me because sometimes there was a couple of days, you know, I might have backslide a little bit. I didn't get up on time. She was like, "You got to remember, you an athlete at the end of the day." You remember all them days you got up in the weight room when you didn't want to be there and you was mm-hmm. dead asleep in the weight room. Mm-hmm. You pass, you literally passed out from going to weights. Exactly. All your energy gone. You gotta tap so back that into same, that. You gotta tap back, you gotta tap back into that. I mean, at that point, I myself good. too, bro, but acting like I got I got like conditioning in the practice. Or something. Something. Yeah. <laughs> Cause you know if like you I late gotta wake up, yeah. If you late, it's a wrap. Oh yeah, you running, you running way more than what we was about to run. <laughs> Better wake up. Uh, you better wake up because that's what you're gonna run. You're gonna hit you. Hey, when I tell you, me and L miss practice for the first time, Ooh. miss waste by five, by not even five Bro, minutes. Oh, that was, nah, that was like one minute, son. We weren't even five minutes late. Oh, one minute, bro. We was there. We was there. We was there. Everybody <laughs> just started. Everybody just trickled in. Yeah, yeah. Then he closed the door on us. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's a story for another day. That's a, that's a whole other story for another day. But guess what? We we went through that, and we didn't we didn't sit there and whine and moan. We, we just ate it. We, had to eat we just said, I, we just said, all right, bet I ain't bet you anybody be late again. I'm gonna be there before you do that. About that. To the we point took it. We, we took it personal after that. To the point where we 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 pulled all nighters and still been the first ones at practice. Like. Yep. You know what I'm saying? We sit in the car waiting for people to get there. You feel what I'm saying? Like that's, that's crazy, just man. that's but that's what it takes though. And that's part of the that's part of the process. That's stuff you that's never forget to too. Oh yeah. That's stuff you will never forget. Oh yeah, because yeah. you push past you push past your expert your own expectations and your own limits. Yeah. For real, for real. Now it gives you something to tap back into when you feel like you like you're not exactly where you need to be at. You like, bro, I didn't did this before. Bro, I didn't did way worse. I, I didn't did way worse than this before. So like, why this, the hell? This, I, I, this is this is easy. Why can I not just get up? Like, let right. me, I just gotta get up. Like what? I just gotta wake up. All right. I gotta wake up, bro. Just ain't get not, up. Ain't right. So you have to tap into it <laughs> all times. That's why you always gotta tap into what fuels you, and always remember your why. Yep. Cause once you go, cause as soon as you tap into your why, you gonna you gonna go back into all the memories, of everything that you done been through, and then that's when and that's where the fire gets started. And once the fire gets started, just make sure it don't go out. You know, it may it may dim down a little bit from here, to, from, but that's when you gotta throw some wood, some wood, some gasoline on yeah, there. Yeah, something. 
let it fire and light it up again. That's what you got to do. But you got to yeah. do that yourself. You can't expect nobody else to do that for you because that's yeah. your flame. Yep. That's your flame yep. for real. You have that's to cater to your flame. You know what I'm saying? That's your will. That's your will of fire right there. That's what it is. Your will is the will is nothing but the fire that sits inside of you. Exactly. So you have to always be able to tap into it. You see you're what trying I'm saying? To, you're trying to pull from somebody else's fire and take they they fire and ignite yours, man. You better. You Little do you know you're burning yourself trying to take from somebody else's flame. You're just doing nothing but damaging yourself. You ain't doing nothing. Hurt yourself, man. Right. Go put some work in, chopping trees down, go up the load up, go load up the fire with the wood and go to work, bro. But yeah. <laughs> Joseph back. Joseph. But nah, man. <laughs> Tip of the week, tip of the week. Get you an accountability partner. Find someone you love, find someone you trust, someone who has good insight, someone who's engaged in your life. You engage in their life too in exchange. And you guys be great together. To, to great together, man. Let's do it, man. Got got me and Christian. We hop on it every week. We're gonna we're gonna start letting y'all tap into it. See y'all, see our structure on how we do it. We write about 10 goals for the week. Write about 10 goals. We rank them. We rank them. Make sure we execute on all of them. Then we reconvene at the end of the week and see how good we did. You feel me? We probably need to start doing it to where whoever did the best get like a little incentive. I don't know how we want how we want to do it, mm. but mm. you feel me? I don't Put know. Make it, make it make mm. it like a make little competition. Yeah, uh, yeah. Okay. It don't, it don't gotta be money, but it could be like you know maybe I don't know something else. It could be. I don't know. No, no, we're gonna have to figure it out. Right? Yeah, like we could, we could think about it. It could be anything. I don't know. Maybe when we do the live, maybe we just, you know, you know, let's like, like once we start really like, we're going, we're going, we are going to start really like. Oh, I know. Explain this content. Whoever, whoever doesn't, whoever accomplishes the least amount of their goals, has to. Send an audience member, uh, buy buy an audience member lunch. Somebody, one of one of our listeners, you have to buy them lunch. Oh, hit them with the cash after. Hit them mm-hmm. with the cash. Hit with the cash. Got buy them lunch. Damn. Not over, not over fifteen though. Not over fifteen. Yeah, nah, we we ain't going like that. <laughs> right, 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 yeah, nah, we ain't. We talking about like, some. Go hit the drive through real quick. We gonna get you. <laughs> We're going to bless you with the drive-thru, you feel Better me? Better go hit the canes. <laughs> nah, man, get you an accountability partner, y'all. Y'all show each other love, you feel me? And, you know, handle your business. But, yeah, other than that, that's all I got, brother. You got any closing remarks? Man, love is love. Remember to always love one another. No matter if you ain't even receiving that love back, don't ever lose your love for that agape love. You don't know what agape love is, that unconditional love that you show to everybody. You feel what I'm saying? Because as long as you show that unconditional love to those around you, you in some shape or form, you're gonna get you're gonna get it back. So yep. never stop loving other people, but also remember never to stop loving yourself. You have to love yourself unconditionally as well. So that way you can spread the love to people. If you don't love yourself first, you can't love nobody else. Exactly. So that's all I gotta say. Yep. Love, love starts within first. But other than that, that's all I got, man. Keep working. Work man podcast out, baby. <laughs>